and can't hide it People telling me that's just the way it is Don't buy it Smash a fucking wall down every day We're gonna fight it Molotov of my thoughts And now it's time to light it Joni Say on Moving Radio is a director that has their work featured as part of the Edmonton International Film Festival, which is coming up very soon. Uh, specifically, the film is called Power Chord, and you can see it as part of EIFF on Thursday, September 29th at 6 p.m. at the Landmark City Center Cinemas. And specifically, we have the writer, director, and producer of Power Chord, Sarah Campos Silvius. Sarah, welcome to the program. Oh, it's great to be here. Sarah, I'm so glad you reached out to me because there's it's almost overwhelming when you look at how many shorts are playing at the festival. But I love that you are fiercely local as well. Uh, it's filmed here. You're from here. You're working here. God, you're even wearing a Pharaoh shirt right now as we talk to each other. Because who doesn't love sandwiches, right? And uh, beer. And beer as well. That's yeah. right. That's right. So local uh, beer companies, I'm looking for a beer sponsor. So hit me up. <laughs> all right. Yes. Sarah is willing to drink it and wear your shirts. <laughs> Absolutely. If necessary. If necessary. Uh, well, let's talk about Power Chord. It's about a band reunion of sorts, but maybe let's give the uh, audience a little more, more context about Greta Tamara and Dot, who are in this band, the fictional band, or maybe one day it'll be real. And uh, how do they figure into the plot of the short? Great. Power Chord is about this fictional punk band. They've been apart for 20 years and there is water under the bridge. They're coming together for a one night only charity show, but sparks will fly before they can get to the show. Things to work out, maybe, you know, got to butter the bread. I don't know. Lay things to rest. <laughs> That's basically the story. I think it's interesting because you know, we end up kind of becoming this this fourth person in the room, right? Like, may, I don't know, maybe we're behind the soundboard listening to the dynamics of this relationship. So talk to me a little bit about how you approach the idea of the dynamics within that kind of creative environment of people that get back together again, and just how in the writing process you went through and wanted to define uh, these characters and where these women are at and and how you know, this reunion probably brings up a lot of feelings that haven't necessarily been resolved. For me, I'm super intrigued by people who have shades of gray. And so each person here has led their own journey as an artist, as a woman, as a parent, as trying to be a human being on this earth. And so the fact that the rivers have converged again for this special moment is something that I thought about we can celebrate everything and also have tension because you can't have a story without tension. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, because of this, it almost starts immediately. You know, you have, you have a, a beautiful bit of setup where, you know, we see clearly that one of the characters is a little bit more wizened on the road and has been around and just, you know, even the conversation 
about one character that hasn't even entered into the film yet already sets you up for exactly what kind of tension could be coming, right? You know, maybe let us know about the genesis of this idea. We've kind of talked about the relationship between these bandmates. Maybe let us know where this kind of started and uh, where v- Vagina Donata, which is, I, I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, that sounds so like 80s post-punk police. Vagina Dentata. Oh, v- Vagina Dentata. See, this is my problem. As uh, as middle class middle class Caucasian guy, I knew I was gonna blow blow the last part of that at least. <laughs> <laughs> and just like a little bit of like maybe what was your your writing process in coming up with this? Were you inspired by bands that you love necessarily? Uh, were you looking to take a hard left from your uh, first project? What kind of was the genesis for this? See, I do lots of writing. So first and foremost, I'm a writer. And so I write in poetry, music, scripts, short stories. And I wrote this script in 2020 as part of a playwriting class. It was literally write a 10-minute play. And a 10-minute play is a perfect short film. (laughs) So for me, my entry point was like, I love music. I love writing. What is fun? That's really my genesis for everything is what is fun for me to explore? And do I have something to say? Because writing is having something to say. That's it, period. There's there's no Oz behind the curtain. If you have something to say about something, then you can write it. Uh, for me, I like I said, I, I write music, I love music, and I like playing around. So it was really fun to push into well, if I had a Riot girl punk band, what the fuck would I call it? Vagina Dentata, because it's hilarious. Because <laughs> it's funny. If it's not funny, I'm not going to make the choice because I love to laugh. I love humor. And basically, yeah, it just came from there. It really just being, if you're a writer, you're just kind of plugged in. So you just, you write, you play around. Sometimes things work, sometimes they don't. But once, I call it the kicker. Once you get that kick, you're like, oh, that's what I'm writing about. Boom. And then you do it. We're speaking via Zoom today on Moving Radio with Sarah Campos Silvius. We're talking about the short film Power Chord, which is going to be featured as part of the Edmonton International Film Festival. You can catch that film specifically as part of a shorts package on Thursday, September 29th at 7 p.m. at the Landmark City Center Cinemas. Uh, And you know what? You'll see that film and a lot of other great work as well on that evening. So you just talked about the 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 uh, idea that came behind it. What did you find? Did you find that you were kind of more torn about what was taking more focus for you? Was it thinking about what the song was going to be? Because specifically, you have a MPFO, misogynistic pigs fuck off, which is kind of like almost the centerpiece or the crescendo of this short film. Or did you find you were like, oh man, uh, the characters are pulling more importance from me. If I don't nail the characters, that's going to be the issue was it a a 50 50 thing or was there some push pull of of which part you felt had to take the focus i wrote the script first and then i wrote the song after and but i did put that title in the script because again like if you're gonna have a riot girl punk band you're just gonna go all the way so it's gonna be called vagina dentata and your centerpiece song is gonna be misogynist pigs fuck off because you gotta say it for me Everything just springs up. So you just let it spring up. And one of the gifts I have is that I really like doing things quickly and I don't meander. 
So a lot of writers are the opposite. They're all, they're all over the place. They have tons of content, tons of words, and then they got to try to find something. I'm the opposite. I don't have tons of words. I don't have tons of thoughts. I just bang, 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 bang. So the characters said what they needed to say, and the song said what it needed to say, and then it wraps up with a nice little bow. <laughs> yeah. I also love that you know, the, the first half of this short film too, is that everything is kind of underscored, not by something that is done specifically musically for that moment, but maybe subtly kind of is because these three women are uh, warming up basically before they're about to do their sound check. So not only are we hearing about the dialogue between them and that tension that's kind of underlying, but you kind of see it as well through the instruments that they're warming up to play as well too. Uh, I thought that was a nice little bit of uh, like intelligence underlying score. Were you looking at that as like something that was done deliberately to be like, okay, this is something that I know they're going to play to on the day. It's going to be the same uh, loop piece of music that is warming up, but also highlights the tension. Or did you kind of look at that as an inspired moment closer to shooting? That moment was in the script because I knew it would be part of rising tension and having that there meant that I could be a little freer with the words because you want to be clear but you don't want to overdo something so I was like if we have the rising tension in the warming up then I can you know remove a couple lines that might be in the script because 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 the that work is being done through the the warming up noise and that was put in in post <laughs> because uh, obviously, you know, when you're shooting, you do everything at different times, uh, but it was in the script because it's just like, especially because they are musicians, they express themselves through, through their music. So instead of saying a passive aggressive retort, they might just play a little something that's a passive aggressive retort. And that's really fun. One of the people that you collaborated with on this project, as well as your, uh, your first short film, In a Ring, was cinematographer Tamara Lassard. Give us a little bit about Inner Ring as well, because people can watch that online for free right now if they wanted to. Uh, but also maybe talk to us a little bit about the discussions that you had with Tamara about this project and maybe how you feel your working relationship and maybe the vision has kind of evolved a little bit from Inner Ring to Power Chord. The Inner Ring was a very, very long project in its life. I teamed up with Sylvia Douglas, who is another local creator, uh, several years ago. And I had a script because, like I said, I'm a writer. I had a script about a female boxer who needs to defend her family. And that script, we tried to get funding, funding, funding. We couldn't. So we simply sat down and reevaluated. And we said, we got a small amount of funding after this long period of time of trying. What can we do to make this interesting, awesome, exciting, cool, and something that hopefully stands the test of time? So we simply thought of a new idea totally from scratch. We were both interested in showcasing women. We were both interested in movement, in dance, kickboxing, and we decided to find a way to make the ideas in my original short script, we found a way to make them 
more abstract. And that's why through the language of movement and sound, you can be more abstract. So we decided to make it like, here's a person and she needs to battle herself, <laughs> which is a cool idea on its own. <laughs> I was very fortunate to work with Tamara on the inner ring and power cord. And Tamara has the gift of the DP, which is make it look good. <laughs> That is the gift, make it look good and make it meaningful. So the choices of lighting, whether it's stylized or whether it's natural, make it a meaningful choice. Uh, but really for me, I am so invested in high quality that I was like, make it look great. It could be anything, just make it look great. And so that's, uh, that's the mark of a professional is they make it look good. <laughs> Yeah, and as for uh, playing at EIFF, does that have any resonance, meaning for you, uh, or the fact that you're going to be able to, you know, sit there probably with almost the entire cast and crew, I'm sure, and and be able to watch it on the screen together? It's super meaningful. I'm so glad that it's in person, and to see it like on a big screen is going to be super fucking awesome, and to be selected at EIFF is quite meaningful because it's a very well-known and professional and highly regarded film festival. So not only is it local, which is super cool, it also has uh, great meaning for an emerging filmmaker like myself that this is something that it's boom, there we go. It's another mark in my career moving forward. So it means a lot. We've been talking today on Moving Radio with Sarah Campos-Silvius. We're discussing their short film, Power Chord, which you can check out as part of the Edmonton International Film Festival on Thursday, September 29th at 6 p.m. And as with all the other screenings as part of EIFF, you can see it at Landmark City Center Cinemas downtown. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. That should be an exciting night because whenever you do kind of short packages like that there invariably is going to be several different local filmmakers in the house and some others from out of town too so it'll be a nice way to kind of get together and the vibe's going to be fantastic so i suggest you go check out those short packages people and uh and especially power Court. it's going to be the highlight of that night right sarah i mean it's obvious we don't even have to say that it's just we're stating obvious facts Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, if there are any uh, breweries, local breweries around listening, uh, Sarah's definitely serious about that uh, offer to be sponsored by you. Uh, Sarah, thank you so much for your time. Really enjoy the work and enjoy the conversation about this. Uh, hopefully we'll get to talk to you again in the future real soon. Thank you so much for having me. And I was so happy to talk to you about it. And thank you for all the work you've done for quite a long time now supporting filmmakers supporting the arts industry here it's, it's great oh no now i'm gonna have to cut that last part because it's about me so <laughs> but thank you <laughs> no thank it, note to the person in charge don't let him cut that <laughs> uh oh it's it's me <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much sarah it's very sweet of you <laughs>